This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. For Parsons by Yigash. Actually, I'm recording this in the uh, Chernobyl Clois in Svas. Uh, at the end, I'm going to switch over to a recording of uh, last night's uh, Shira in the Alshach Shul. Um, just a, an insight I had uh, in response to a question about. How do we make sure that we don't overextend ourselves and you know become overwhelmed with projects, even if they are the uh, shem shemaim? You know, how can we guard ourselves against that? So we'll get into that later. I think it's an important topic. Uh, anyway, for now, I just wanted to mention a few issues. I usually don't go so much into you know trying to find uh, relevancy to the uh, current political situation and that kind of thing, but. In these parashies regarding Yosef, um, I think it is relevant uh, maybe to mention a couple of things that are probably pretty obvious, actually. Um, the, the real, we follow the story of Yosef, which is you know, coming to a conclusion now, um, this parashie, the next one. We see um, something that is quite relevant. We talk about the uh, one thing, uh, the, the idea that... Palestinians being egg, exiled or being, you know, thrown out of their homeland, so to speak, uh, and this big, uh, you know, international tumult that's arising in, in their uh, defense or whatever, despite you know, justifying whatever means that they use uh, for their struggle, uh, no matter how barbaric they are, um, and um, also the plight of Yosef himself. Uh, as having been uh, unjustifiably uh, incarcerated uh, for a long period of time and uh, kidnapped, basically, sold into slavery, uh, ending up in prison and uh, underground. <laughs> so a lot of a lot of things, you know, we can draw parallels uh, to what's going on now. Um, so just a few things that we can learn from from uh, this uh, this whole thing. First of all, obviously, uh, number one is it was planned. Um, the whole uh, concept of, of Yosef having to go Davka through the things he had to go through in order to end up in the place that he ended up. And this is exactly what Yosef's 
tells the brothers. He says that, you know, you, I, I can't have anything against you. I can't bear a grudge against you because I see clearly that this is what Hashem planned in order for me to, you know, save the, the civilization, save society, that it shouldn't be wiped out in the course of this, this uh, drought. Um, and uh, it was Davka the only way that a, a Jewish uh, boy, a Jewish slave, could possibly get up to a position, or I mean, even, even before he became a slave, he would get up to a position of, of uh, uh, such a, you know, high high position in society uh, it was planned you know that he should have his original dreams that he had to interpret and then he heard the dreams of the of the, the uh, two officers of Paroi and, and had to interpret those and then it is also preparation that he should hear Paroi's dreams and be able to interpret those you know he became a master dream interpreter um, and he was very sensitive to that as a, as a communication from Hashem as to what's going to happen it's just as it ended up playing out, you know, in his own story and uh, whatever. All of this stuff is intertwined from the very beginning, from the time as, as, uh, as a youth, as a, as, a, as a teenager, that he had these uh, dreams of his own and uh, they were eventually also uh, born out in reality. So all of this is coming from Hashem. And when a person has bitochen that what he's going through, even if it's not, even if it's a difficult situation, um, that it's all from Hashem, he can uh, uh, live through it and, and um, you know, uh, um, survive it much better. I mean, the Jews have always been survivors. They've always uh, uh, persevered through the most difficult times and the most difficult uh, uh, on, on a national scale. We've seen it so many times. And, uh, and what's the core of that is that a Jew, even some of the Jews that are not religious, um, they have a, uh, an inner resilience, which is like, you know, baked into them from these thousands of years of history uh, where this, this kind of thing has been happening over and over. It's become almost an instinct to survive. Um, and not to complain about the situation because they, we accept it as, as from Hashem. We know that it's, it's a response, first of all, to our own um, failures. And also, um, it's a preparation for an ultimate destiny, which will bring us to a place higher than we could have ever achieved without those nisyanisms. The lower you fall, the higher you can uh, uh, rise to afterwards and this is this idea of Sheva Yipul Tzadik Bikam that uh, and it's, it's, it's actually in, in many Pesukim where, where it talks about that, that Tzadik has to fall um, but he is able to because of his Betochen because he believes that it is from Hashem for a higher purpose he's able to get up to a higher level after that um, it's also very interesting here that Yosef um you know, despite having gone through the disgrace and, and, and all the terrible things he did, was so sensitive to the feelings of others that they should not be disgraced. One, one thing is that, and this is coming off of Hashem's um, uh, manipulation of things, the whole concept that they were, that, that because of this whole Misa, uh, that which was decreed from, you know, way back from the Brisbane of Asurim by, by Avrum, that they're, that, that they're going to have to be in 
uh, enslaved in a, in, a, in a country, you know, not theirs, which is obviously talking about Mitzrayim, uh, that he would have to go down to Mitzrayim and be enslaved there. Um, this was a way of doing it in a mechubedigah way, you know, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an honorable way and not uh, to have to be, you know, taken down um, in a... In a uh, in a way of, uh, of, in a disgraceful manner, like you know, in, in chains, uh, by the fact that Yaakov Vini was able to um, go down um, with a, uh, you know, as in, in, in the greatest honor and buried him with great honor in Pasha. Um, the other thing is that Yosef was was concerned about uh, that his brothers should not be disgraced in front of uh, Paro's house. Um, that he sent everybody out, you know, when he when he revealed himself to them, that they shouldn't see that they're embarrassed. And it was this whole concern for that 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 uh, someone else should not be embarrassed on your account. Uh, and this was despite all that the brothers did to him. So uh, he didn't even take revenge through that embarrassment, let alone not taking revenge in any other way. So this is all very. Um, uh, very. Uh, um, something we can really apply to ourselves in terms of how we treat other people and how we, we react to the experiences in our own lives uh, you know, to, to make everything a productive, something productive as opposed to something where we uh, can be destructive. Uh, we feel you know, anger and revenge and all these different um, uh, negative emotions which can lead to very negative actions as we see you know, what's happening in the world today. Um, that people justify violence on the basis of what they've been subjected, been subjected to without understanding that that is, uh, this is Hashem's Wilson and Hashem's will, and we just have to accept it uh, and, and, and go further in our, in our, in our lives. I mean, as uh, somebody pointed out, there's, uh, throughout history, people have been displaced from their lands, people have been uh, exiled, and people have moved around, and, and uh, no one more than the Jewish people um, over the course of, you know, 2,000 years. Um, and this has been this. This is just something that you can survive if you're if if you're flexible enough to live with it and to try to make the best out of it, as opposed to um, becoming uh, vengeful and and uh, negative and, and even violent. Um, so we'll go on now to that uh, other uh, recording I was talking about. And you also have to have the commitment to search for it. That's a very, very big thing. If a person is really searching, Hashem will show it to him. But he has to be sincere that he's really searching. A lot of people, there's also people on Nagei Bedover. They, they, they have their own ideas of what they want. So very often people find excuses to do what they want as opposed to what the Torah wants. And they may even be afraid to know what the Torah wants because if they, then I'm going to have to follow the Torah and I'm not going to do what I want to do. So the whole thing is based, and I'm, I'm realizing this more and more. It's, just, you know, it's a very broad subject. You can spend a whole hour on that. But the idea is that we're here to perform the Rotson Hashem. There is Hashem is very big. Hashem put us here. Hashem knows everything about us. Hashem gave us everything, right? Hashem has a plan for us. Hashem has a plan for us in the context of the entire Bria and what our job is to accomplish here. If, if, if everything is like, you know, people are worried that the, in the world, you're worried about two things. You're worried about that I need to have my needs taken care of and I want my wants to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. So the needs are things that I absolutely have to have and the wants are things that I want, right? Mm-hmm. If we realize that if we're committed to Hashem and we're really dedicated to Hashem, Hashem is going to take care of our needs. Mm-hmm. 
if we, and if we are dedicated to doing Hashem's Rutzen, then we're doing what Hashem wants. Not, we don't have to worry about what we want. So you're taking care, immediately taking care of these two basic things that everybody makes the priority in their lives. Mm-hmm. And really, if you, if you turn it around, I, I think it's a muscle, it's a, the, the difference between uh, the, the soldier as opposed to the, the, the citizen, right? So the citizen is basically using out the, the country he lives in for his needs. You know, I pay my taxes, you know, I do what I have to do, but really I care about what he's doing for me. You know, like Kennedy said, you know, ask them what you could do. But whatever. So, so it's, you're asking, you're, you're, you want it to do for you. When a soldier is committed to, to saving, the, you know, to, to, to protecting the country, right? He has to be dedicated. He has to believe in it. He has to, to want to do that. He has to give his, to give his life for it. So his whole thing is that the, the army is going to give me what I need. You know, mm-hmm. folks, that I don't have to worry about my own needs, mm-hmm. and 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 my whole life is based on on, on, on working for the for the for the good of the public, for, for working for the good of the country. That is, so, it's, I don't have to worry about what I want to do. It's, they're going to tell me what I should do. They're going to put me here. Going to put me there. Whatever. That's what a yid is. A, is a soldier in Hashem's army. You know, you hear that all the time. What is what's the implication of that? We don't have to worry about our own needs and wants. The only thing is that we do have to know is we have to understand ourselves because we do have certain options and we can steer, we can steer ourselves in certain directions. So we can decide for ourselves, you know, I, Hashem has shown me certain signs of where he wants to be, to be, number one. Number two, I know myself and I know what I'm good at and, and what, you know, the, the, the kishroinus, the talents that Hashem has given me and where I think my, my uh, talents will be best applied. But it's all for Hashem. It's not just that I want something out of it. That's all I need Lishma. Lishma means it's for the sake of Hashem. Mm. It's not just for me. So you just take care of, you know, 99% of the problems right there. You know, if you, if you really change your, your, your attitude to that. So then it's, it's so, if, so if you see that a certain thing doesn't work out, you know, you thought that this was going to work and it didn't turn out to be a bad investment or whatever it was. First of all, you know that that's also from Hashem. Hashem is trying to show you something with that. You're also learning from that experience. And you're also knowing that even if it didn't go, so the next thing will go. I mean, you know, it was, it's not like uh, now I'm, now I'm, you know, people who get, this is what I really can't stand is people get in this yish, this idea of this, this um, when they get desperate or they, they, they feel like, you know, now my life is over. You know, it's like, it's like what Hashem didn't know that this was going to happen. Hashem doesn't have a plan for you, where you're going to go, where, where, what you're going to be. He didn't put you here for a reason. You know, like, it's just blowing Hashem out of the picture. Like, Hashem, Hashem's not there at all. You know, and really, Hashem is the one who orchestrated the whole thing. Mm. So it just, all this stuff doesn't make any sense when you, when you, and that's what the model is about. Things should make sense. Mm. Is it, people don't think a lot of times with their seichel. They think with their emotions. They think with the way they were brought up. They think about, you know, what the, how the rest of the world thinks. They're not thinking with a clear seichel. When you get down to what the Torah seichel is, when the Torah wants you, the way the Torah wants you to think, it takes, a, it takes care of all these things. Uh, well done. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.